Hey guys, welcome back to the Influence Community. We're your hosts, Alyssa and Danielle. This is where we spill the tea, talk all things influencing, and try to keep up with the ever-changing industry. Grab a coffee, sip your tea, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey guys! Hey guys. <laughs> welcome back to the pod. We're just we were just talking about um, how we listen to other podcasts and they have so much energy and they like record <laughs> all the time. So we're really trying to like up our energy <gasps> up levels. It up. So what's up, you guys? It's your girls Danielle and Alyssa. Back we're back at it again. <laughs> Just we're just gonna like copy every single podcast we listen to. Okay. Anyways, no. shout out, shout out, call our daddy because love. And and the morning toast. Love. Yeah, we love those. Such a like wide range of like niches. I, I feel know. like. You know what I mean? So and here we are okay. with the influencers of the world. What's up, guys? <laughs> yeah, I feel like we have some updates. We launched our Paris trip, which was so Yay. exciting. And it's officially confirmed. So we are going to Paris next year, Paris and Bordeaux. And we're so freaking so excited because excited. we've been talking about it and manifesting it for so really long have. now. And it's going to be a reality. And I'm like, I feel like it's going to fly by so quickly. I know. And I'm, I'm honestly so, so excited. excited. Um, some of you guys guys are joining on our trip which is so exciting we also have some spots yes, left um we do if you guys are interested we would love to have you it's going to be a blast we're working really hard on the itinerary like the spots we're going to go to even like some goodie bags like little custom goodie bags so it's going to be a good time um we're just so excited yeah. and we're going to be talking about it a lot I yeah I currently have the link in my bio. Do you have it in yours? Oh yeah, or I do. Mine is okay. In cool. My bio so you guys can check out our bios if you want to look more into it. Literally all the details are there. So definitely jump on that if you are interested. But I feel like that's probably like our biggest update. Yeah, so definitely. That's exciting. That's exciting. But every episode we always start with what is influencing us and this week Danielle take it away what is influencing you okay I'm sure you guys have seen all over IG I feel like it started in the summer this trend and now it's making its way into fall and I feel like it's just I love it even more in the fall but it's pretty much like outfits or tops or dresses with matching gloves I feel like it's such a cool vibe and it also gives me like Paris vibes so I'm all here for it um I love that I don't think I've honestly yeah. seen that I really think, oh wait did you wear a pair in fashion week yeah I did but okay I feel like that's Sof- all and then who else Sophia did you say? M. Quelo. I think that's how you say her name but I'm obsessed with her and she posted like, like gloves with like fingers covered or like the ones with both. like the hole oh, okay I feel like I feel but like but, like, but as long as they're like as long as your elbow like that type of vibe and then Sophie Sukin I think that's how you say her last name sorry if I'm like mispronouncing names but anyways her birthday dress like was a cord oh, like yeah. coordinate set with a dress with okay. matching gloves and it was stunning and I just I don't know I just feel like it's such a cute like well put together outfit I think Nitsan had that too she I might have remember. done one in Italy yeah some I don't know I just feel like I'm seeing it everywhere I have some black gloves but right now it's just I don't have like something to wear them to um like silky like dainty girly gloves right not like leather gloves I know honestly 
leather gloves too like honestly all the elbow gloves gloves. i just feel like they're so also and the ones that sophia was wearing that i loved they're like a chunky knit glove so they go with like a sweater like literally going to look right now because i need that i know i i'm pretty sure but she had like this little crop top it's usually a crop top with matching gloves and it's just like a deconstructed sweater moment which I love and also like a deconstructed dress moment so yeah like those and they don't even have to match like honestly I kind of like when they're not matching too but that's like my obsession I feel like I'm just looking all over for things like that but um yeah I just feel like it's a cool vibe and I'm very influenced by that this week I love that what have about you, like, you? any I just have I have a black pair with feathers on them that's the pair I wore to New York Fashion Week and then I have a black pair without feathers too I just got them on Amazon hmm okay I feel so, like I'm going tip. to research this trend yeah it's very cute I am okay so for me I feel like I recently, as in today, have been obsessed with, like, chunky knits. Like, when we shot the other day and you were wearing your chunky sweater with boots. And then I just feel like I've been seeing people are just wearing all these, like, chunky, chunky knits. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, I cannot wait for the weather to, like, cool down even more to, like, be able to wear those because we literally sweat under them right now. We're the last people to, like... But they just look so cozy and like I just feel like you can style it so many different ways and I just like love how the texture of like the cable knit looks in photos. You know what I mean? So I'm really excited for that. The only issue I feel like is a lot of people tag H&M and I just like cannot buy from (laughs) H&M online because they they don't ship they don't ship the stuff like they yeah Yeah. they just cancel your order so then it's like i have to go they take a store yeah so we'll see Um, but i have some from last year so i have to go find them and pull them out of my closet i think i have a really good one from zara um yeah zara has some really good ones same with really excited for chunky nets yeah i feel like right now because it is still very hot although it does seem like it's gonna start cooling down I don't know but I always just like to find like chunky knits as oversized sweaters or oversized dresses kind of like oversized sweaters that you can wear as dresses with boots because I feel like that's doable for us right now yeah not like you know a whole leather pants with chunky knit moment even though we would still do that but we would be sweating (laughs) that's coming yeah all the fall vibes though so so yeah, yeah I've been loving that. that and like I feel like every time I see someone on Instagram wearing that I just like it I save it for inspo I like Same. look to see where they bought it like I just get really excited so I'm like that is influencing me okay so today's episode we wanted to just have like a little story time with you guys and you know since we've been doing this for about three years now we have a ton of brand stories that we can share and maybe it'll help you guys avoid some of the similar situations we're gonna share like all things good all things bad and everything like in between lessons I feel we like. learned like yeah. annoying brand stories just like I don't know I love a story time 
moment. And so we thought this would be fun um, and maybe relatable as well. I'm sure everyone has like similar stories and I feel like it's good to hear other people are having similar situations because I definitely have some cringe stories slash annoying stories that I'm going to tell you guys, but I don't know. You live and you learn. And I just thought this would be like a fun little episode. So first we're going to start with You guys know we spill the tea. So yeah. We're going to be here. We go. Yeah. Okay. So first we'll start out with like our favorite slash like best brand stories. Um, We'll start this out on a positive note because most of the time it's a really good experience. So yeah, totally. Okay. Do you want to go first? Sure. Okay. Um, Okay. So I'm going to tell I have like two favorites. One was a favorite because I, okay, I hadn't management at the time and they pitched super high and I had no idea a brand would accept that type of rate and they did and that kind of opened my eyes it was like an alcohol brand that kind of opened my eyes and like changed my life because I was like oh I could literally be charging this rate and I had no clue it was nowhere even close to what I was charging at the time so that's one of them and then also another favorite um I love working with cotton on you guys like that's like my freaking favorite brand to work with they're just so cute and like easy to work with and I was able to like secure kind of like a monthly well for the time being um like partnership with them I love working with them so that's been a really fun one that I have been building on um I think I started working with them oh my god last year I remember my first collab with them was in December of last year that is so weird oh my gosh I didn't realize it had been that long I didn't either until like I because I remember I quit my nine to five and I landed like a collab with them in December and I was like shook because first of all I love them and second of all it was like a like it was just a great rate that I was really really excited about and I've been working on this like relationship for a while so this is like I would say this is my favorite partnership I also really like working with raw sugar I feel like they're a pretty good company and they're pretty consistent um but that's kind of just like talking about how to and we'll talk more about this, but like building on your brand relationships and always being super sweet, even if you don't have a collab with them like that next month, or if they're not responding or like giving you a collab consistently, like, cause that, it mm-hmm. wasn't always consistent with these brands. Like it's definitely been a work in progress. So I just want to emphasize yeah. that it's so important just to like keep your connections, check in every once in a while, and it can really turn into something you were not expecting. Yeah, and I feel like it's, like, a good thing to point out that, like, not everyone has the same experiences with brands, too, because I feel like I got ghosted by Raw Sugar. Like, I feel like they were working with a bunch of girls, Mm -hmm. and then, like, they must have, like, switched up their, like, influencer marketing strategy or something, because I think they only – I've only seen them, like, work with the same consistent girls monthly now, and I feel Mm -hmm. like they're all over, like, I would say – 75k I think just kind of like analyzing the girls that I've seen so maybe they've like created a new threshold so that and then with cotton on too I have been pitching them for a while and it's (laughs) taken a lot longer for me to get in touch with them but I actually just got a collaboration with them which I'm really really excited about too because I love them so much so yeah it's just like interesting everyone has different like stories relationships with brands and it just like goes to show like don't give up and like 
I think it's good to remember not to be jealous of someone but to see it as like opportunity because I'm like oh if Danielle is working with them monthly like I can get to that too I just have to stay persistent and I feel like with Cotton On I had been like following up like probably monthly just to Mm -hmm. check in and see if there were opportunities and whatnot and even if I didn't get a response I would just follow up again the next month and finally I caught her at a good time I think she asked for my rate sheet and we set something up so it's just like staying persistent and interested and I think brands like can appreciate that so yeah very cool we love that um for me so my favorite or best brand story that I have is with t3 micro I love them so much and I feel like it's been such a journey with them so literally I started like pitching them through a PR company and it took a couple times before I could even get gifted but I knew they like gifted a lot of girls so I just kept trying so I was able to get through and I got gifted because I was and I was so excited and I literally like would use their like only their tools pretty much like love them so much so went from like pitching myself to gifting and then they actually reached out from the brand and asked if I wanted to be like an ambassador so it wasn't like anything different really just they were giving me a code which was cool so it's like okay like gonna keep sharing obviously gonna keep using the tools like I genuinely like absolutely love their tools like I feel like their curling irons and just hot tools in general leave your hair like feeling like shiny and smooth and like every other tool I've ever used like feels like yeah got me so into t3 like I feel like you were this is just a really good like genuine partnership for you yeah so and then I was like an ambassador for a little bit and then they reached out for a long-term um contract and that was probably like one of the most exciting contracts in my life because it was just like a brand that I absolutely love it's so authentic I think it was like eight months I think it's eight month contract um, because it's through the end of this year and it's just been so fun working with them so fun like testing all the tools sharing all the tools with you guys and just all the different opportunities and creating all the different content because it also challenges me too because I'm definitely like a fashion blogger essentially and this like you know pushes me to like get creative with product and like how I want to share it in an authentic way and for it to not look like like a like you know really like an ad or anything like that so I feel like I get a lot of like experience and just learning from them which is really great and they always do like a bunch of workshops and they do like styling workshops too where you get to like work with their um style their celebrity stylists and like I've learned so many tips too so it's just been like a very like well-rounded positive experience and I literally just love them so much so I'm just trying to like do my best like you know deliver my content over deliver just like check in and make sure I'm like meeting the brand expectation and standards and like hopefully fingers crossed like manifesting another contract once the once this one ends so we'll see but it's like been absolutely amazing and it's just been such a good overall experience and then it's nice obviously to have those contracts because then you don't start like every month at a zero yeah I which feel like, like long term makes you feel better long-term contracts are like the ultimate yes achievement I feel like in this industry just because it's like 
you feel seen by the brand first of all because it's like wow this brand like really values my work and they know that it's not like a one-time thing and they expect results like if a brand really understands influencer marketing they know that you need to be in front of this person's audience over and over again I think there's a statistic where it's like you have to make like seven impressions or something to someone for them to buy or like for them to actually like consider buying the product so I just feel like when you get those contracts you just are so appreciative and feel seen by the brand really so yeah. And it's nice when brands like appreciate and mm-hmm. treat their influencers well because yeah. you just I feel like see so many horror stories which we will share in a bit of that not being the case but I think in general it's just like so cool to be working with brands that you know we loved growing up like Abercrombie yeah. & Fitch like that's so crazy like literally that was my first job Full ever circle. And now, mm-hmm. like, working with them. So that's cool. Like, same with, like, PacSun. I used to shop there in college. Like, loved all their yeah, basics. I know. Like, same with Cotton On, too. Literally, like, had all their basics in college. Mm-hmm. And then just, like, revolve. revolve. I feel like... I'll never just forget like, when we first got, like, I our know. emails from Revolve. Like, I was at my 9-to-5 job, and I was, like, screaming in the in the lunch room, like, just so excited. And I was like, wow, and, I like, really like, even that it. one's been amazing, too. It's and I so, just feel like yeah. we're just, like, building really great relationships and, like, really, like, setting ourselves up for success there. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of our favorite slash best brand stories that we have. And then, so the next category we're going to share is like a fun brand story. So Mm. do you want to start it off? Yeah. Okay. So we have these two clothing brands that have just been so much fun to work with. Um, I guess we can say their names, right? Okay. Yeah. So the first it, one. I feel like if it's a good positive experience, we'll definitely share. Oh, but I'm also sharing the name for my worst brand You are. Story. Don't You're you guys right. worry. You are. So <laughs> make sure you listen so you can hear it. Yeah. But okay. So we're, I think for both of us, we agree on this, but both of our most fun brand stories have been with brands yeah. that have taken us on trips because oh my gosh, that's our also first brand trip. Yeah, so like cool. a brand trip is just like the coolest thing in my opinion in this industry because it's like a brand is taking you and they're paying for everything, um, which like is just paying so for much flights, fun. paying for hotels, it feels paying for unreal. food, like yeah, and you get to go and hang out with your friends and like create content and like eat yummy food and yeah. like stay in hotel. Like it's just so it's fun, like and I think a it's a surreal like thing. Maybe the coolest part of the job. I probably at, at this point in my time in this industry I would say yes like it is for sure the coolest part but I feel like at any point like it's just so cool anyways okay so our first one um we were working with this brand called Naughty Girl Clothing and she is just like a boss babe the owner she's based in LA Mm -hmm. and yeah she's like such an inspiration like her house is like such inspo. goals forever. Like yeah, it's the amazing. furniture, the decoration, the aesthetic, like everything, and like the clothes are so cute and fun too. And like yeah, 
I remember when she asked us, we were so excited. We're so like, excited. Really? It was just so cool. And it was such a fun trip. We went to Vegas and pretty much like what you do on these brand trips is you kind of like organically wear their clothes throughout the whole trip. So it's very right. like genuine. You're wearing them out like shopping, wearing them out for lunch and then dinner, going out, everything. So it's actually a really cool way. Like it's a really cool thing that brands can do to get those genuine like candid moments in their clothes yeah um and like obviously the girls on the trip are so grateful and excited to be there they're like constantly posting so we went to vegas it was so much fun i don't think i'll ever have a vegas trip like that ever in my life oh my um, gosh it was like so memorable and you're right it was like one of the best trips ever like we ate at such yummy places we ate at catch and it was so it yummy. It was so cool. And we went out went to, the to the club. club. And it like, the oh my pool. Gosh, it We so had fun. like a cabana. Like we had Massages. such a cute room. Yeah. And we got there and they like had the room set up all cute. Like there was like clothes on the bed. Mm. There was like the goodie bags. And it was just like so sweet and so thoughtful. And so it was really fun to be there. So yeah, we love supporting her in that. any way we can. Mm. But yeah, that was like our first brand trip and like we'll never ever forget. Yeah. And we recently went on another one. With yeah, a this brand one we're was obsessed with as well. So good too. Um, yes, high pedal and pop. Uh, we, we love you so much. Love you. Oh, that's Absolutely also another brand you. I love working with. I'm oh, yeah. adding that to the <laughs> for both of us our favorite brand, favorite slash best yeah. brand stories as well. Yeah, I think they're so great too because I think that's another brand that's like a good example where um, I like literally would shop from them and. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they started like gifting and then it, we did the brand trip and then now we do like paid collaborations and it's so cool to like have a relationship with a brand like that. And I just like genuinely love it so much. It's like such a fun website, I feel like. And there's so many different styles and like my last order I got from them, I am still so obsessed with. I like, it was more kind of like street style pieces. And I just feel like Petal and Pup is just known for their like boho floral dresses. So I just wanted to like be able to show people and style it in a different way. Like if those floral dresses like aren't really your style or they're too much, like they have so many other pieces too. And like, their denim is really good but yeah so they took us on an amazing trip to Catalina for a couple days and that was my first time on Catalina had you been before like so long before that so yeah so literally our first time and like we got one of the cabanas on that beach area I forgot what it's it's called oh yeah yeah we got there and we had like yummy food and we took photos and they had like gifted product in there for us like while they were getting the hotel ready and like they did a similar thing where they like literally stocked the closet with like petal and pup clothes they had like all these like goodies and snacks like just set up in the rooms like that one it was, was just so nice it was so cool because like also that one so the naughty girl trip that we were just talking about we actually knew all the girls we were going with but the petal and pup one like it was a very diverse group of girls, which was really and cool. Everybody was so nice, so like, nice, so and freaking sweet. Just, and I feel like we just, like bonded with all of them. We totally did. Like, oh my gosh, we just met really amazing girls, and I feel like that's such a cool way to build connections in the industry as well. Like going on these brand trips, even yeah. if they're not like, even if you're not paid to be there, um, 
it's just like just th- these things are we'll never forget yeah them, i so. mean they like like we did all these really cool activities and we just like took photos and they had dinners like for us and like the hotel mm-hmm. was so beautiful and like it was just like a really really cool experience and like one i won't like i'll never forget and mm-hmm. like it's just another one of those brands you just appreciate and you're so thankful for like the opportunities and all of that so yeah we yeah love pedal and pub i love them yeah. so much <laughs> I feel like both of those also just go it's a such a great example of brand relationships are so important because both of those came from unpaid collaborations and you have to really think about what type of brands you want to work with on an unpaid basis at first because we worked with both of those brands completely like not paid at all at first but those are the types of things that can grow into something so amazing and beautiful and lead into bigger opportunities um but I feel like you have to have an eye for the types of brands that will and won't I think for me like if you know that the brand pays other people then that's a good brand to pursue and like potentially do like one collaboration unpaid just to build like rapport and the relationship with the brand rep and the brand itself and like to be able to show the brand that you like can drive sales with your discount code and you can give them mm-hmm. like a good ROI um and then after you've like done that then it's definitely worth asking to get paid if you know they pay which is good mm-hmm. i think So, but yeah, definitely brand relationships because a lot of the times we've talked about this before, like PR reps, like jump around from brand to brand. And so it's like, you don't want to ruin your relationship with a rep because if they move to like your dream brand, then like you're pretty much screwed essentially. (laughs) So it's always best to like keep positive like relationships and communication and just making sure you're being a nice person too because I feel like sometimes people forget like there's another person sitting on the other end of the screen it's Mm -hmm. not just like the brand like it's a person with like emotions and feelings so I think just like at the end of the day like we really try to prioritize managing our brand relationships and I think it's like paid off pretty well yeah yeah I think yeah those are some of probably like my best memories like being an influencer I would say like if someone were to ask me like oh what's your favorite thing you've ever done is like probably the brand trips oh you know 100% yeah so yeah and I think for me the other fun one was like uh the revolve fourth of July party oh, I don't that know was how so but like much we fun. love revolve and like wow, we don't get so paid we just do revolve gifting just so you guys know like obviously the goal is to get paid but they just I feel like have so many opportunities and like trips and experiences and like activations or just like things that they do on their socials yeah everyone that we've met there has been so nice and fun we love our rep so much and we got Mm -hmm. somehow we got invited to the fourth of July party at Nobu this year and it was literally like sushi heaven it was a dream like it it was was so literally unlimited sushi at Nobu like if we you felt like Nobu like I do, like that's just like unheard of. I'm like, this has to be like ten thousand for those, the sushi because yeah. it was oh my gosh. It was one of those moments where we're we were just like, 
how did we get invited to this especially when we just saw g easy floating around like literally like, like why are celebrities we, how do, how athletes like huge influencers, oh drake was there models okay. um yeah it was and then there's really, little really old really us cool like walking around i know we were like definitely um you know what? i'm not putting us down but it was a really cool experience it was one of those times we were very eye-opening we like, humbling wow you know yeah but like 100%. obviously it's also one of those things where it's like shows you what opportunity is out there and like what we can accomplish so that was really cool yes. i think um camila coelho was there and she was like she is stunning stunning oh my gosh Next she's like level stunning. so beautiful like even more beautiful in person than like on her instagram like wow yeah. but yeah we I saw feel like a lot of so people. many so many people walked by us and our jaws were just like on the yeah. floor because they were so beautiful and we were just people yeah. watching it was it was a time oh, yeah. honestly so yeah that was, was really, cool. really cool too so yeah okay so now i feel like we're gonna kind of <laughs> dive into the tea a little bit and talk about our worst brand story or just like one of them we don't want to do like too many and I feel like there hasn't been that many bad ones but I feel like when they're bad they're like pretty bad so yeah take it away yeah so we're gonna do like our next like few stories this one's gonna be our worst one we're gonna do like lessons that we learned from brand stories and then annoying brand stories so my worst one was from this brand I was working with um this was just like a one-off collab um and honestly this was a pretty big red flag but they were not in the U.S. they are located in France which is fine but I think there are more loopholes in other countries so that's definitely something that you should be um on the lookout for I think I am very very cautious of companies that are not in the u.s because they definitely have different cut like i don't know things are different and i'm sure it's harder to get paid and in this case it was so pretty much i did this like giveaway with this brand they are called danity paris that is (laughs) d-a-n-i-t-y paris they're still on instagram they're still functioning whatever um but i did a collab with them March 2020 and I still have not been paid pretty much they I literally should post the screenshots of all the dms that I have sent them I probably have sent them like 10 dms 10 emails they just ignored all all of them pretty much I after feel like I you've posted sent way more than that yeah I actually have and then one day I finally got this response from them saying we're so sorry the contact you were with isn't at the company anymore and we can't pay you because of that or it was something stupid because my brand contact I was working with wasn't at the brand quote unquote, which could be a complete scam. Anyways, it like took so long just to get that one response. And I was kind of going back and forth with them on DMs. Like I was like, I'm going to expose your brand because this isn't cool. And at the end of the day, I just felt kind of weird about it. I didn't really want to be that girl to like expose, but I feel like I probably will because I don't want anyone else to be in the same position as I did and I actually really like posts are up there on their feed still yeah um you know it's one of those things where it's so it takes like so much of my energy like I get so pissed about it that I can't even put my energy toward it because I cannot handle it but 
it wasn't that much money. Um, I remember I took it for not that much because, um, it was like a clothing brand at the time and also it was COVID and I was, uh, not Oh my doing gosh. And it's hot. like your preset. Yeah. <laughs> I was in my preset phase. It was kind of a, it was a long time ago, but, um, I think it was 2020. Was it? 20? Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. it was 2020. Yeah, that was just one of those brands and story. I'm sure a lot of you guys have those stories as well, unfortunately. Um, but honestly, we should expose them on our stories. Like sometimes I'm like, could they sue me for slander? But they literally like didn't pay me. So honestly, I was like, I'm going to go on like the influence community um, Instagram and like comment on those photos and be like, you should pay your influencers. No, literally. <laughs> I know. So I don't know what happened. I think also brands like to use that as an excuse to not pay people like they like to say oh this brand rep isn't with us anymore we can't pay you the rate that you agreed upon but it's like why was this rate agreed upon if you can't pay it with this certain brand rep it doesn't make sense but unfortunately like it's I think it's a small company too I'm not totally sure but that was definitely my worst brand story it makes me so mad thinking about it to this day um And I haven't, thank God, like had anything like that happen to me ever since because I think I am way more diligent at looking at everything Yeah, it just sucks because you like get burned by a brand and then you have like trust issues. Yeah, totally. But, oh, that's so annoying. I know. (laughs) I get annoyed too and I have to tell my story. It's one of those things where I'm just like, it's not even worth it. (laughs) Yeah, okay, so... For mine, I was really excited for it because it's a really good rate and I got it through like a really like um, reputable platform. So I was just like, this is legit. Like, let's do it. So excited. Boom. And I like submitted all my content and essentially like I don't even know where to start. Like, okay, let me think. So I submitted some content and... Just the communication in general was so terrible. It like took like over a week for my rep to respond to every single email. And I'm just like, I'm literally like have like posting deadlines and like, is this approved? And then you have to like send it to the rep and then the rep Mm -hmm. sends it to the brand to get approval. And the brand like tells the rep yes or no or edits or whatever. And then like they tell you and then you have to go through and make the adjustments, whatever. It's like a whole process, right? And I can't even so I did two it was two posts for them I'm trying to think the first if it was the first post or the second I think it was the first post <laughs> I don't even know at this point I, just, I, I tried to like was. lock it out of my mind yeah. anyway um so I sent her this photo I really really loved and and I told her I was like hey like I'm gonna try to shoot sunset but the weather has been so wacky lately it might take me a couple days so I submitted some content I was like here's some content that I like but I'm shooting in a couple days and if I get content that I like better I'm gonna like submit that to post instead and she's like okay great so I submitted some content and she was like oh my gosh this photo is like so beautiful like when are you posting blah 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 so I thought it was approved And so I went, this was the first round I remember. So I went and I posted it and like, I was getting such great engagement. Like it was doing really well for an ad. Like I was really excited. And then all of a sudden she like emails me like 
aggressively and was like, this was never approved. And like, I literally have her email saying I was good to post. And she was just like, I was waiting for you to tell me like which photos to submit to the brand, blah, blah, blah. Like Mm -hmm. you have to take this down immediately. And they were like accusing me of some other things. And it was just like (laughs) this whole thing. (laughs) I was like, this really was a whole thing. And I was like, this had never happened to me before. A brand had like never asked me to take a photo down. So I archived it and I was just freaking out. So I was like, what the heck? Like, I was just like so pissed off, first of all, because like the communication was not good. Like I thought like in her email, it said like it was good to post. And I don't know. So I just felt like I didn't want to look bad in front of the brand and I went way above and beyond for like stories like I think they wanted like maybe five stories and I like storied the whole process and probably posted like 20 stories just to like go above and beyond and like support the brand so I was like really frustrated about that so I had to like submit different content and then she like ghosted again for like another week and I was like what is going on like I need to post like Literally, I think I landed the campaign in May and I literally got paid three days ago. Like, oh yeah, my like gosh, it's been this seriously? whole thing. So I sent my wow. second round in and like she still took a long time to approve it, whatever. Like I submitted a bunch of photos. They picked the photos that were like, okay, they weren't my favorite, but I was just like, whatever. And that's like another lesson two coming up (laughs) um so Mm -hmm. I posted the second round it was fine and then like I didn't hear from her at all for like a month and I think I sent three emails throughout the month like hey following up like my content's all like posted like and I've worked with this like platform before so I know you have to like submit your content and like they have to send you a link to submit the content like there there isn't just like a place for you to do it so like didn't hear from her for a month. I DM'd the brand on Instagram. I commented on their like most recent photo like, hey, trying to get a hold of my rep. And then they responded to the DMs and they were like really nice. And they're like, oh, if you don't hear from her within the next business day, like let us know. And she ended up responding like the next day. And I was like, why did it take me DMing the PR company to like have their rep respond to me like it had been a freaking month after I had last posted and she was just like apologies for like the delay and I'm like did you get lost like where did you go (laughs) I was just so confused did you get so I finally like submitted my insights but then this platform is literally so frustrating to deal with and submitting insights because you have to like upload the photo of the insight so you screenshot your insight you upload it but then you also have to type in all the information on the screen as well so it's like you know it'll have like post it'll say like likes impressions reach and so like you upload the photo but they want you to type out all the numbers too and like because I did 20 freaking stories like I was like I am not gonna sit here you have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. 
I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. And like do that's this. the downside like, of that's going about literally yeah. insane. I was like, this platform is so inefficient. Like, how are there like they say they're so like ahead of the times with influencer marketing, but I'm like, how does the grin platform automatically pull insights and like you can't? Like, I don't understand. Yeah. So I only ended up submitting like five because I was like, I'm not doing this. So I submitted my stories, submitted my insights, whatever. And then um she was like, Yeah, you can submit the invoice with the date that you like had initially emailed to me or whatever like the first Mm follow-up and then it was like a net 60 payment term and I was just like oh my gosh this is like just the longest like collaboration ever like so frustrating and the brand like reposted my photos so like I know they liked it because they reposted it. Otherwise, they wouldn't yeah. have, right? And so, yeah, it was just a really frustrating, terrible experience. And I think it just had to do with the rep and, like, not – like, just the lack of communication. Like, I don't know what was going on or, like, mm-hmm. if they were just running too many campaigns or had too many influencers or whatever. But, like, I feel like I did my due diligence. I was following up. I was responding. I was like, hey, where can I send my insights? Like, hello, are you there? Like, nothing. And it's yeah. – like a good chunk of money so I was like I can't like I'm not gonna let this just like go so I mean we got it like figured out eventually but like I said this literally I landed I negotiated in May and I just got paid so it was just like this whole thing and it was like like nothing like that had ever happened to me before and I was just like so like appalled by the whole process because like she literally said my photo was good to go I posted it and then all of a sudden I had to like take it down and like I felt bad but like I literally was just doing what I was told so yeah and when it's lack of communication there's literally nothing you can do on your end because it's fully up to them when they want to respond but that is like such a frustrating part of and and I think for me the thing is it was like this platform that like claims all these things about themselves Mm -hmm. being experts in the industry being like so advanced and whatever and like that was my experience and I've worked with them before and this wasn't the first time and I like it was just this experience so I don't know if it was the PR rep or the brand or what happened but it was just it was literally a shit show and like I'm so happy (laughs) that it's like done yeah no yeah and you got paid and you're moving yeah. on. So. Moving on. But yeah, that was the worst experience I've ever had with a brand. And it was 
literally so frustrating yeah we all have been there i'm sure you guys have like your worst brand stories feel free to share with us and post in the facebook group by the way i kind of like not that i love to hear them but it's interesting to hear them we love the tea we love the tea also really quick i want to share something so this girl that we know on Instagram, she's like kind of going through a situation with this brand and they're essentially using her content as an ad and she only did a like gifting campaign with them. So like, I don't even think there was a contract or anything. It was just clothing gifting. Right. And all of a sudden her photo is showing up everywhere as an ad on stories and everyone's like screenshotting them to her and like sending them to her. And she's mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, like I didn't like agree to usage rights, whatever. So she emailed them and the brand literally told her like it's her fault because she didn't discuss the usage rate for it. And I was like, no, 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 sis. Like it's their fault. Like that's on yes. them. Like they that's can't just use your... Yeah, they can't just use your content because you didn't discuss usage rates. I'd be like, exactly. We didn't discuss it, so you right. don't get to use it. And so she, like, emailed them and, like, sent them an invoice. And they're like, yeah, like, Good. we can't pay this because there was no contract, blah, blah, blah. And they they told her that they would take the ad down. And surprise, the ad is still up. And I was like, girl like you need to email them and be like let me pull up the text message because if you're in this situation like don't back down you need to stand your ground and stand up to these brands because it's literally not okay what they're doing is it a big brand or a small one it's a big brand that's Um, so shocking so I sent her this message and I was like you literally need to say this I was like send your invoice like don't back down but just say something like it has been brought to my attention that the ad is still running even after I was told it was taken down I've attached my invoice again for the continued unauthorized usage of my content please remit payment immediately and I feel like you can also like threaten legal action too because that's literally insane and she just like felt bad I guess and I'm like don't feel bad like they don't like right there wasn't a contract in place so you don't get to use my stuff like you only get to use it if you're gaslighting for it yes and saying it's your fault like no yes you can't just use it because you didn't talk about it because you felt like it yeah like oh my god there are just like so angry brands for her yeah yeah it's just like sorry like just because like you didn't ask for usage rights like doesn't give you the okay to go ahead and use it and I think and like for the fact that they like didn't even take it down yeah that's you know like it's still up so it's just like usage wasn't discussed so like you don't get to use it like period and they were just trying to tell her like oh well we didn't discuss usage rights so we can't pay you and I'm like oh my gosh this stuff gets me so fired up I know it's just like and I would just be like advantage literally I'd be like I never gave you permission and we never discussed rates so here's my invoice like please pay immediately yeah like so frustrating that's so, some good verbiage to use. that's like another terrible brand story that wasn't me personally but this girl and it's so sad because her content is so cute and they use it and post it on their like feed everywhere and like 
my gosh they're literally just taking advantage of her and they clearly like pay other bigger influencers so it's like if you're Mm. a micro influencer like do not let brands take advantage of you it's not okay and like usage rates doesn't like it doesn't matter what size following you have clearly if they love your content enough to turn it into an ad to drive sales then you should be paid for that regardless it has nothing to do with following at that point so yeah no 100 percent. don't forget that's so important (laughs) I feel like not a lot of people talk about that. Like I would have no idea <laughs> back in the day when no one was talking about that. But yeah, here we are trying to spread awareness so we don't get taken advantage of by these bigger brands. Okay. Anyways, that kind of goes into our next like series of brand stories. Um, and this one's going to be focused on like lessons we've learned from certain brands um, I guess I'll just jump into mine. So I had yep, this experience and honestly it was my fault, but it was just like a bizarre response from the brand. So pretty much it was a giveaway and I was supposed to do, I think five stories total, but some of those stories were supposed to be reminders for the giveaway. And I just completely, okay, wait, I didn't forget It was a week in between when I posted and when the giveaway winner was chosen. So I had like two more days until the winner was chosen, but they wanted, and I can't remember, I'm sure it was in the contract or I'm sure they've mentioned it, like when they wanted the stories to be posted. And I don't think it was like a day before, but I forgot um, completely forgot. And they were like, oh, it's okay. We're just taking off x amount from your rate and I'm like what like no you can't just like take that off I still have like one day to remind my audience first I think it was even two days to remind my audience even though like I'm so sorry I forgot like beforehand um I actually okay sorry I'm like remembering the story they didn't tell me when to post the stories they just said before the winner was chosen so in my head I was like okay it's just like reminder take... stories right like just be like hey it was just reminder to check out my giveaway okay and now that I'm thinking about it like there was absolutely not a day that they wanted me to post it they just wanted it before the winner was chosen so it was really frustrating to me because I was like yes I forgot and that was totally my bad but thank you for reminding me because I still have two freaking days to like post these reminder stories for my audience before the winner is chosen. But they were like, no, sorry. Like you didn't do it in time. Like we wanted it before like two days, like before two days to the winner was, you know, you guys know what I mean. And they're like, no, we're just taking off this amount. And I'm like, I was so heated. I've never had a company tell me that. And obviously we had a contract so I was like you guys can't just take that off especially if it wasn't me breaking anything in the contract but from this experience I worked it out with the brand and we were luckily on the same page by the end of it I actually offered because I did feel bad and I didn't want to end this on a bad term like I didn't want to burn any bridges so I was like I am really sorry and I was really heated in the moment I sent a very rude email because I was like you guys cannot just say this to me like I don't know who you think you are I didn't say it like that but I was so heated and yeah I feel I like most of the time brands will just send you like a reminder and be like hey don't forget to post yeah. your stories but this brand was like pretty rude in my opinion like they were like no it's a-. like they were sending hearts they're like no it's okay we're just taking this off heart 
and I was like <laughs> no it was rude like and that's why I sent a heated email and then it, a day went by and I was like okay like I just want to apologize like I was very heated in the moment like you have to understand like this is my full-time job and I've never had this experience before like and I ended up posting for them like as added value and I was really like sorry and it was fine. It was just like a random photo of me like wearing something of the brands and tagging them and everything was fine. Like whatever. They paid me the full rate, but that was definitely like an eye-opening experience. And I definitely write down when I'm supposed to be posting. I literally write down my entire timeline. So that never happens again because I felt so bad and I was in the wrong, I would say. But they handled it like kind of extreme. Um, yeah. In my opinion. <laughs> well the hearts are just a little passive aggressive no it was it was like extremely passive aggressive like they kept saying like no heart and I'm like what the hell like heart heart I was like yeah I was like what do you mean like we signed a contract you can't just like take it away and I'm still in the contract like I didn't breach the contract so yeah it was just a very frustrating situation but it could have been avoided on my end so like I get it and I'm you know trying to be in their shoes and like I made up for it posted again for them it was all good but that's just like something that we really try to do is never burn a bridge even if the brand is like passive aggressive or whatever always make it up in some way and that's what I did but I learned a lot from that experience because I've never had anything like that happen I feel like as long as you learn, then it's like worth it, obviously. Yeah. No, totally. And like like, be on top of everything. I am like a very forgetful person. If I don't have it written down, there is not a chance that I will remember. So that just reinforced that for me. Okay. So one of my stories is I have two. They're pretty short, I guess. So the first one is um, I can't remember what brand it was, but uh, there was this contract that was like like they were so specific with the dates like they were like you have to post on this day and if you don't send insights at the 23 hour mark <laughs> you will be deducted 25 percent of your pay if you don't send an invoice um seven days after the completion of the campaign you will be deducted another 25 percent of your rate and i was like what the heck like i had never experienced anything like that before and so i like obviously wrote the dates down and i like even asked some questions i was like why 23 hours like for stories like you want the full 24 hour like reach and then for posts I was like to be honest my posts actually reach more people around the third day because for some reason like my posts don't pop off immediately when I post them they like slowly Mm -hmm. cruise to like their normal engagement levels and then over the next three days I'd say they posts like still grow so I'm like in order to like submit my best insights, like stories are at least the 24 hour mark, you know, when they go away and posts are three days. So it was really interesting. And they're like, oh yeah, the brand is just like, they really haven't updated since Instagram changed. And I was like, okay, how long ago? Because that's really crazy. But it was just kind of like a good lesson to invoice in a timely manner, which I still need to get better at. So it's literally on my to-do list. Um, 
for today when you're listening to this um, to like go through and send all my invoices that I need to send. I think I still have some outstanding from like July that I just like need to get taken care of. And I just like, I don't know why, like I hate sending invoices, but I do. So that's like on my to-do list to get better with it. But did you want to mention your other one too? Oh yeah. I also had a lesson that I learned from this one brand. Um, I feel like I've talked about this before, but this was before people started talking about like perpetual rights and, um, it was like December, honestly, I think it was December, 2019. So it was kind of like a long time ago, but honestly, maybe it was even earlier than that. I can't really remember, but it wasn't really a thing to talk about perpetual rights, usage rights, like read through the contracts and stuff like that. Like I was just trying to make sure it was like a legit good contract and nothing sketchy was in it. I wasn't actually like reading them. So, um, I signed away perpetual usage rights for this like birth control brand. I don't really care. I'll just say it, but, um, and obviously that's kind of like not, a brand that you'd want to have perpetual rights to like I don't know in my opinion have, like obviously have you seen them post no oh, okay not okay so I think that's the thing with perpetual rights if you like mess up at some point I think it's fine because like obviously you don't want to do that but in my case like that was so scary like scary for me once I learned what I did like I was like oh my god because people kept sending me the ad that was running it was on snapchat it was on tiktok and I was like oh my god this brand is really putting it everywhere like I was like when are they gonna stop because I went back in my contract and I saw that I did sign my rights away which is scary and I was like wow this is literally gonna be out there forever I remember like really panicking but I haven't seen it since that one time period, I feel like it was maybe going for like a couple months and that was it. But I don't know. That's just something that I learned. I was very scarred from that. And, um, it's always like important to think of the brands you're selling, you're sending, signing, sorry, not sending, signing away your usage rights too, because obviously I take birth control. I have nothing against birth control, but it's just like a, what if in like, a couple of years you like change your mind? Exactly. Like, and you become exactly. like, you could have not, different views on things. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was just like a very, you know, big lesson. And it's that I like learned. one of those brands that like with fashion brands, like styles go in and out. So it's like, mm-hmm. even if you accidentally sign perpetual rights to a fashion brand, it's not like they're going to have that style like a year later. So they're probably mm-hmm. not going to reuse that content. But like a product, like something like that is like pretty permanent and it's not like a seasonal thing. Like it's a very just like generic, like everyday type product. So it's like they could potentially be like using it forever. And it was like such a low rate because it was so long ago. I was still working my yeah. day five. Like I That's wasn't that big. That's the thing too. Yeah, so, perpetual yeah, like, like you should be charging. You have to think about it that way because they can use that in ads and they – that's pretty much just a free video for them to use as ads, which is so frustrating because it doesn't matter how many followers you have. Like you're literally just someone creating an ad for them, yep. which is content creation and they can use that forever. Yeah. So yeah, that was definitely a learning moment. Something to think about. Yeah. 
Yeah, I had but. another learning moment too. This one was pretty recently actually and it was just like don't be afraid to stand your ground with brands and like ask questions like don't let them bully you into doing something like you don't feel super comfortable with or at least like talk it out with them like offer to hop on a call to discuss so I did this campaign and I was like really proud of the content actually that we Mm -hmm. got for like what it was it was a product not like clothing or anything. So I was like really happy with how the photos turned out. I thought they were very like fun lifestyle. Like it was going to fit my feed. It wasn't going to look like it was obviously an ad. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. I, and then I obviously took like, um, just like, um, like flat lay shots or whatever. Cause I was like, Oh, I'll just like take some extra, extra content, share it with the brand, go above and beyond, you know, maybe they can yeah. post it on their socials and the contract was um they I was paid to post and they also paid for whitelisting so I knew ahead of time that was in the contract and I submitted all the content and I even list like I renamed all the photos in the Google Drive and I was like you know photo option one photo option two like carousel you know one carousel two carousel mm-hmm. three whatever stories blah 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 yeah and they like it was through a PR company so like I submit everything and they come back to me and they're like okay here's all the content that's approved like don't forget to edit out all like logos like the Apple logo on the Mac and stuff it's just for like I guess um intellectual property issues that could come up with the other brands using it so I was like okay like I made sure when the rep sent me the content the logo was still there so like I made sure on my end that I removed it And so I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm good to go there. They were like really specific. I like told them about how hashtag ad like lowers reach. And like I sent them the link from the FTC website stating that it's okay for influencers to just say ad. Like you are not required to hashtag ad. Um, We've talked about this before. And so I sent them the link and I was like, hey, here's what the website says. Like it says you can just put ad, whatever. And they're like, no, the brand still wants you to use hashtag ad. And I was like, okay, fine. Like. I explained to them if it has lower reach, that's what I'm going to tell them because (laughs) so then they like send back the content and I'm like reviewing, getting everything ready to post. And I look at the photos that they sent me back that I'm posting and they had them labeled like one, two, and three. And I was like, oh my God, you guys, they picked (laughs) the product shot flat lay as the first photo to go on my feed and the photo with me actually in it as like the third photo and I was like shook I was like like I don't understand yeah no I first of all they weren't paying me enough to do that and second of all like I'm not a food blogger this is gonna stand out like a sore thumb one yeah people are gonna be so confused people aren't gonna engage with it and I was just like and they wanted me to like they kept saying like oh if we get this approved like today can you post this afternoon and I'm like no I'm not posting on a Friday afternoon (laughs) I'm sorry like just so you know like my best engagement days are like Monday through Wednesday I post around 8 a.m like if you want me to post on Sunday I can like sometimes it does well it's just a little more like risky but if you want it to go up like as soon as possible like I'll do that and then they would like take a day to respond or they would respond at like 11 a.m so I didn't post because I was like well they passed my window 
And I was like, if they respond to me by 9 a.m., I'll post it. But like it wasn't until 11. So I was like, no, no, this is like way past my window. We're going to have to push to the next day. And like I think another lesson is too is like don't post until you have approval because if you post before that, you'll probably have to take it down and like repost it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I didn't do that. So I was like waiting for approval, whatever. And when I got that back, I just like I'm pretty sure I wrote her a novel. I wrote this long email and I was like, hey, like I just noticed like you know, the photo, the orders of the photos the brand wants, and I'm a little concerned about it. And here's why. And I think I listed like five reasons why the product photo should not be first. I was like, I'm not a food blogger. Like if you look at my feed, nothing else looks like that on my feed. People are going to be confused. It's not going to get engagement like here. And then I sent them an example of a photo that I posted in the exact same location that we shot that one. And I was like, here's a, a campaign that I did here. This would be the expected engagement and it was pretty good it was very standard good response nothing crazy so I was like sent it I was like you know if you have me like in the photo like it's just gonna do so much better and I was like research states like when people are in the photos it just does better than like having just the product like people feel it's like more relatable like I was going so deep and I was like I am happy to jump on a call and discuss this. Would you, will you please like relay this message to the brand? Like, let me know their thoughts. Like, I was not about to post <laughs> a flat lay product photo on my feed as a campaign. Like, obviously, you want it to do well. And I like told yeah. them that I was like very like genuine. I was like, I really want this to perform well. Here's like what I know about my audience. Here's what'll do well. Here's what won't do well. Um, we're already keeping hashtag ads, so I'm already a little <laughs> nervous. So we don't really want to mess with anything else now. Totally. But they ended up coming around and they're like, they, wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was just like, okay. To say, like, I'm not a food okay blogger. And like, you knew when you picked me for the campaign, you knew I wasn't a food blogger. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like you're picking a lifestyle fashion influencer to do this product campaign so it's going to be more lifestyle and like the yeah. photos that we took were so cute and so good and I was just shocked. I was stunned. I was so stressed <laughs> out too. Honestly, I had Appalled. so much anxiety. <laughs> but they ended up coming around and they were like, yeah, it's fine. You can post the photo of you first. And I was like, thank goodness. And I was like, wow, this is just a lesson to like really stand firm and just be like genuine with brands and like if you submit photos, like, first of all, only submit photos you're willing to post. Like, I don't know why yeah. I try to send extra content and, like, Dude, be helpful. Same, and then they always, like, pick my least favorite ones. And I'm just like, Ugh, why did I even why send that? I, like, even, I was just trying yeah. to be nice. <laughs> Maybe send the no, extra photos literally. after the campaign and be like, oh, here are extra photos yeah, I that's got a good for you point. or something. Because it's too risky now. It is way too risky to be posting flat lays on your feed. Like, no, no. Um, not, it's not, not ever back right now, ladies. So. Yeah. So that was just like a good lesson. And I was like really just like persistent and like just explained everything, like knowing my audience, knowing like when my content performs, what days are best, and like really just wanting the brand to like perform well and they were like whitelisting it too so I'm like um I feel like I need to be in the photo so yeah yeah it was definitely an experience but the brand came around and it was like overall it was a good experience it's just definitely a lesson that I learned that I was like I cannot be posting a flat lay I'm so sorry that's just it's not gonna happen so yeah (laughs) 
So yeah, that was my story because that was very recent and I was just very um, caught off guard when they wanted me to do that. And I think I posted almost a week after they had like wanted me to post, but just with like the discussion, the back and forth, like the negotiation, all that, like it took longer than the weekend. Like they don't respond on the weekend. So then it's like, obviously if she doesn't respond by 8 a.m. Monday morning, I can't post Monday. So Mm -hmm. we like sorted everything out and I think I ended up posting on a Tuesday and it was like fine, but yeah, it was a yeah, whole one thing. of those stories. As you can see, oh, there are many thing. different types of like scenarios situations that you can have with yeah. different brands, and it's all okay. Like we all have some really frustrating ones, um, which that's like the last thing we're going to talk about is like our yeah. annoying brand stories. Um, mine is pretty similar to what you were just talking about like I had a situation where I took content and I was really really excited about this one photo I thought it was so good I had no doubt in my mind that the brand was gonna be like yeah like love the photos post them like you're good to go but they ended up completely not even wanting the one that I was so excited about like they wanted to that I took for fun like for the brand just to be nice and I was like are you serious? Like what? (laughs) Like, and I wanted to say something, but it was a pretty big brand that I was honestly just so thrilled to work with. So I didn't say anything, but that is just, I mean, it it wasn't like a flat lay, right? Like, no, it was not a flat lay. Okay. Like that was way worse. That tops the story for sure. But it was just like one of those annoying things where I'm like, okay, from here on out, I will only be sending what they ask for, like one photo and like a product shot because obviously I'm not even going to take that as an answer like you did like absolutely not I will not be posting like and okay product shots are fine but if your intention with the campaign wasn't to just post a product shot like that's what I'm that's what we're both talking about like yeah so that was annoying and also other annoying things that have actually been happening quite a lot recently. Um, I'm hoping it's just Mercury and retrograde, which by the way, you guys, it's finally over by the time you're listening to this. Um, thank is, goodness. Cause some shit yeah, went down, literally, guys. Literally, Man. thank God. <laughs> Man. Um, it's damn, been crazy okay. out it's, there. It's been a crazy retrograde, guys. I'm sure everyone has had a crazy time. Um, But recently I've noticed that brands have just been reaching out with things that I'm getting super excited about. Like they'll say a rate, but then they'll come back and be like, okay, thank you so much. Like we're actually going to send this over to the brand to be approved and we'll reach out if they want to move forward. And I'm like, wait, I thought this entire time was us negotiating. And so we like finally agree on a rate and they're like, okay, thanks so much. Now we're taking this to the brand. We'll let you know if you're chosen. And I would say most of the time, like when they say that, I know I'm not going to hear back from them or, you know, obviously there are some times, but I would say recently it has been more so like they don't come back or whatever. Maybe they will like down the line, but recently it's been a very frustrating thing because it's like, wow, I'm kind of like putting a lot of my energy and time into these emails, into these negotiations or like Um, picking your rate. Yeah, which I understand, like, obviously these agencies need to have, like, a roster to present. And a roster to present, so I get it, but it's, like, on our end, it's, like, oh, shoot, like, I really wanted to work with this brand, like, 
maybe someone pitched lower than me or whatever they're looking for something else yeah. like it's okay but that's just like something annoying that's been happening recently in my opinion honestly same though same mm-hmm. I feel like it's just frustrating in general when this is like annoying is like when you're pitching a brand and like you know they work with your friend or you know they work with other influencers and they either just like they ghost you they don't respond at all or they only want to send you gifting or whatever the case and you're just like oh I'd really like love to work on a paid like Like campaign with you but like yeah or like you know they're paying girls who have like a lower following or lower engagement and it's just really hard not to play the like comparison game and like wonder why they don't want to work with you but it's just a good reminder there are so many factors that are in play it's like you never really know what the reasoning is and unfortunately in the industry like they're not going to tell you what the reason is so and then for me like the other thing is like not only like when contracts like fall through where you like pitch a rate and like you're really excited and then you like follow up because you don't know what the status is and they're like oh yeah Mm -hmm. we've gone in a different direction and you're like cool this one time I actually signed a full-on contract like we negotiated (laughs) rates I signed the contract so horrible they signed it back and then I like didn't get product or anything so I followed up probably two weeks later and I was like hey just wanted to touch base and like see what the status was on this like can't wait to get started use the product whatever and they're like oh actually we're gonna have to like postpone this campaign like the product like the production has been delayed but we'll like keep you posted and I was like uh like okay like that's fine and then I followed up a month later and they were like yeah actually we just like decided not to move forward with this campaign and I don't know if they just like essentially kicked me off the campaign or if they actually like didn't do the campaign but I definitely saw the product on their Instagram feed so I was just kind of like uh what just happened like I actually (laughs) signed a contract and now I have like literal trust issues and like at first we like didn't like count money until the contract was signed but like I don't even count money now until the product is like at my doorstep because I was just like so like I just think it's so unprofessional and like what's the point of the contract if you're just gonna like back out pull out and like I wouldn't have ever known if I didn't follow up with them so just like what was your plan here like were you just gonna hope (laughs) I didn't notice and it was like a good chunk of money too so I was just like okay like it was just so frustrating so I think that's like one of the most annoying things a brand can do is like pull out of the contract without even notifying you you know like it just sucks because it's like you know we're freelancers you know contractors so it's like every contract we sign is like so important and that's like money you know that we're going to be potentially getting and like you you're counting on it and then when it falls through falls through it's just like so disappointing and it happens to everybody like it's been happening a lot lately I I feel like it barely phases me anymore it's just like a brand will reach out and I'll just like send my rates and be like maybe I'll hear back maybe I won't like sometimes I'll follow up but like like you said a lot of the times like they're like oh yeah the brand went in a different direction or if the brand wants to like work with you that will like reach back out like that happened to me too recently and I see girls posting in this brand and I'm like I don't get it like last time I worked with you I've worked with you before you reposted every single photo I took in my carousel as like an individual image on your feed and they're like, yeah. And I know my rates like aren't that crazy. I know they're very similar to girls they're working with. So I'm just like, yeah. I don't get it. But 
it is what it is. I try not to like dwell on those things too much and just like move on and try not to think about like what could have been because I know we're both like firm believers in like what's meant to be will be and like when you close Mm -hmm. doors, other doors open. So it's just like making sure like you stay as positive as possible and just keeping like focused on the things that you do have on your in your inbox and the brands that you are currently working with and like keeping those relationships so jinx yeah I feel like it's just important to talk about these things because you really do need thick skin in this industry because there's a lot of things that can be taken really personal or taken as like a dig on your like whole right you know image online and things like that but we all go through them. I guarantee if you ask anyone about like, oh, have have you ever had this happen to you? Like they will say yes, like at some point or another. Um, but yeah, we're all in it together. Unfortunately, like this industry, there's no like set rules. And yeah, it's not their fault that like this type of stuff is happening. I feel like it's kind of like a newer industry, obviously. Like everyone's still trying to figure it out and there's not like industry etiquette at this point like it's kind of just uh i mean like, there is but like brands still try to pull this stuff and yeah. it's just like okay sure i guess it's not always super organized <laughs> or they but change I feel their like minds it's yeah. definitely happening less and less i just guess like the biggest thing is like when pr companies are like pitching a roster of influencers to brands yeah. it's, like they're obviously gonna pick like the lowest rates So then you're like, do I pitch myself lower? And the answer is absolutely not. Like, keep your rates. Like, you're worth your rate. And if the brand isn't willing to meet you there, then it's not worth it. Mm -hmm. So that's the mindset I have. Because I'm like, okay, if they weren't going to pay my rate, like, that was a lot of work anyway. I didn't want to do it. So, yeah. Yeah. Definitely, like, when the start of a collaboration to, like, the very end of getting paid, I feel like there are just so many steps along the way that can go wrong. So when you have, like, a really smooth campaign, like, with barely any issues, like, be so grateful and thankful. And work on those relationships. It can get really rocky and bumpy in there, so. (laughs) Yeah, you wouldn't really think. Like, I don't know. I would never think this is what could happen in the whole like timeline of a collaboration but a lot of shit can go down you guys so these were just our stories a few of them I hope you guys liked this episode I thought it was super fun to record like obviously this is one of our longer episodes and I'm looking at the time like I looked at it at like 45 minutes and I was like how are we already at 45 minutes like what wow so we just literally didn't even look at the time yeah now we're pretty pretty we'll long but go. we can just talk you guys already know that <laughs> we love sharing stories and I don't know I think it's important and I yeah I think transparency is so important it really is we're all like in if it we together. had this when we started I feel like I could have saved so much heartache like yeah I know, you know? <laughs> so much discouragement so hopefully and... this helps you guys and if this happens to you you're not alone you can always like dm us dm our instagrams or Mm -hmm. we have our facebook group we talk about it in every episode but if you haven't joined it yet it's called the influence community and we talk about these kind of things in there actually so if you're having an issue or you have a question about like you know letting a brand use your content or photos you can always ask it in there and you know a lot of girls will kind of like chip in and give their advice or what they think they would do so join that if you haven't yet it's a really fun place and yeah I think that's it right yeah I think that's it 
Um, if you want to go to Paris with us, like check out the links in our bio. We want to take as many of you guys as possible. So Mm -hmm. yeah, hope you guys liked it. I really liked this episode. I know. This might be one of my favorites that we've done. So we love you guys. Thank you so much. If you literally made it all the way through, um, we appreciate you. You guys are the real ones. Like, wow. Um, Yeah. yeah. I think that's it. And we'll see you in the next episode. Bye, guys. Have a good week, you guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you guys loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Monday. Leave us a rating and review and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.